Welcome to Welcome. Sam and Maggie Hate Glee. Come into our bosom. Welcome. Well, uh, let us welcome you into the fold. Yeah, I guess I guess that is an appropriate introduction. Um, because this week, we're talking about Season 2, Episode 2, Britney slash Britney. Woo! Um, it's the Britney episode! And by Britney, we yes. mean Britney Spears of... Britney S. Pierce. Of all the fame in the world, basically. Um, and as uh, some context for you, this is when Britney had really uh, turned her life around. Pretty yeah. sure she'd already put out um, uh, the, so- the song where she goes, it's Britney, bitch, because they do reference it in this, yes. in well, this yeah, so episode. It, this, this episode did air um, on September 28, 2010. So that's, you know... 2010. I think that's after all of the like real crazy stuff that happened in Britney's life. Oh, for sure. I'm pretty sure she shaved her head in 20 in 2007. I want to yeah, say I think so. That sounds that sounds right. Um, but yeah, it had 13.51 million viewers, which is up from last week's 12.5 or uh, 0.45. Um, and also, I think a pretty pretty big high for Glee. Period. Um, in most of the episodes we've seen, because well, from what I remember, there was like a heavy push, uh, yeah, for a promo um, uh, with Sue Sylvester yelling, "It's a Britney Spears sex riot!" over <laughs> <laughs> over clips of you know like Heather yes. Morrison wearing the slave for you outfit, you know, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. Um, so who who wrote this episode, Maggie? So this episode was written by Ryan Murphy. Um. With that in mind, uh, it's yeah. surprisingly cogent. <laughs> um, it's, who's it directed by? It's also directed. It's directed yeah. by Ryan Murphy as well. Um, That's right. He, he has is... some pretty heavy uh, creative control for this up. This is this is a Ryan Murphy sex joint. Nightmare. <laughs> Ryan Murphy um, joint. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, what about critical response? The Anything? critical response, uh, I haven't really checked it out too much so far. Um, uh, uh, so it looks like some of the, uh, like some of the fantasy sequences that are Britney numbers uh, yeah. got some uh, good reviews, whereas um, Baby One More Time did not. Sure. <laughs> Sure, Even sure. Even though yeah. I, li- I liked it. Uh, here. Uh, Todd Vanderwolf of the AV Club criticized its slightness of plot and incongruous musical numbers. However, James Pauzewolk of Time praised the episode for embracing its fantasy nature. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's uh, pretty accurate. I would have to say that it's kind of a bummer that they used up the dream sequence plotline already. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Oh, yeah. So, but I don't the basic we'll... the basic premise of this episode, y'all, is that uh, they do Britney numbers while under anesthesia at the dentist. Yes. Uh, yeah. Which it makes the numbers pretty spectacular, like they're um, like better choreographed and uh, better costumed. Right. Then, but but the issue is it makes it super disjunct from the actual episode. Like, so, but who gives a shit? You know. <laughs> 
I mean, that's fair. I I realized I rushed us through that. Normally, we have that, you know, bantery we do. nonsense at you, the beginning. You rushed um, us right through the banter, which... I, I did. Honestly, it feels like I've held in a sneeze. Um, oh, okay. Is there anything you'd like to get out before we get into the episode? First uh, of all, I'm Sam. I don't think we actually said oh, that. I'm, so. I'm Maggie, uh, and I'm pretty sure this episode is coming out after Christmas? Yeah, it's it's so next week so right before Christmas is gonna be um season two episode one. So season for people listening, one. this right now is a week after that, which is yeah. I'm oh, gonna have to cut right. all that anyway. It's fine. <laughs> Why? Because it's silly and it doesn't make any sense. It's fine. Uh yeah. anyway, uh let us welcome you into the new year with uh a flamboyant and honestly very fun episode. Yeah. Brittany, Brittany. Brittany, Brittany. Um, In yeah, the recap, I, what, Sam? What well, is I was it? just going to say, you have I... have some, some bullshit you wanted to bring up? Let's hear it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's nice. Season two is turning out to be less good than I expected it to be. So... Brittany, Brittany is good. I think it's a good uh, app. Well, okay. Let's jump in and let's talk about it then. Tell me so, about the recap. Okay, so in the recap, we get uh, reminded that Wemma exists and that Tarty mm-hmm. exists. There you go. Yep. Well, also, we get we do get a quick reminder that Emma is dating her dentist named Carl. Named Carl, which we, ha- we have not met him yet. Uh, no. So, then uh, we jump to the choir room uh, after yep. the recap, and Shu has written Christopher Cross on the whiteboard. He is a singer. Um, yeah. <laughs> He's best known for his song Sailing, um, which is like a one-hit wondery kind of thing. And it is it is featured in the episode later in a yeah. very uncomfortable moment. Uh, yes. Yeah, but... Um, anyway, so the, what we learn here is that... Yeah. yeah, what we learn here is that Will is doing an easy listening uh, oh, lesson yeah. for the week. Uh, and New Direction seems a little lukewarm on the idea. <laughs> Yeah, surprisingly, millennials don't <laughs> care for contemporary. Um, well, well, Will is like, you know, some people say easy listening is a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, um, it's nice. So if you didn't catch the name of this episode, the nice thing about this is we are actually going to kind of subvert this whiteboard trope this week, yes. which is nice. Um, but uh, Kurt steps up to confront Shu. Um about the fact that there is a small Facebook group, five well, people. Well, it's, it's, his, it's his burgeoning Facebook campaign of five yeah. people for the Glee Club to perform uh, Britney Spears. So let's, yeah. let's, let's rattle these off. There's five members, right? Kurt, Mercedes, Tina. Uh, um, Rachel, maybe? Maybe Mike. Maybe Tina made Mike do it. That would make sense yeah. to me. Um, and then Artie did it because he wanted Tina to think he was cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that's five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's because they're – so they have the homecoming pep they assembly yeah. coming up. And so Which, this if you remember, campaign, yeah. if you remember last year, they performed Salt and Peppa. Um, yeah, they performed Push It. Push it. <laughs> Which was some bla- – you know, some overtones of sexuality. And I think they wanted to continue that tradition – with Britney Spears. Yeah. Um, 
But so Shu turns it down. Yeah. He yep. says that Britney is a bad role model, and he doesn't yeah. want them per- to be performing. Herself. Yeah, specifically, he says that he doesn't think that she's a very good role role model. Oh which yeah, I was like, why? Why what? do we give a shit what Will thinks? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, but then we we get a reveal that Britney, our our yes, Britney, our Britney, um, it doesn't like Britney Spears because her name is Britney Susan Pierce, which Britney Spears, to Britney S. Pierce, Britney Spears. Um, so she feels like she's always been compared to Britney Spears. <laughs> Everyone in the Glee Club is bamboozled. They're incredulous. Just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, even, except... even Santana is just like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, so then uh, Kurt is like, oh, come on, Britney. That's the stupidest thing. And then Santana says, leave Britney alone. Which <laughs> Leave Britney alone. Was... <laughs> If you um, if you um if you're not caught up on the memes of t- no, 2011, 2000 <laughs> that's um that's from that one video of that person crying about Britney. <laughs> um, <laughs> so basically, that's what's going on in the Glee Club. They want to perform Britney Spears. Will is turning them down. Next, yeah. we get to that's the then there's the title card. He's like, yep. let's let's get back to talking about Christopher Cross. Whatever. Um, yeah. Emma and Will are discussing Brittany in Emma's office. Emma's uh, pamphlets are making an appearance once again. Yes. There's a, there are some fun ones. I think one of them we might have seen before, but um, mm-hmm. there's, tell, there's, tell, me a, tell me about the pamphlets that you saw, Maggie. There's, there's hair down there. Um, yeah. And uh, then there's one about breastfeeding. I didn't, yes. I, <laughs> I didn't pause it. I didn't think it was worthwhile. <laughs> no, I think it's about, um, how old is too old to be yeah, breastfeeding? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> um, and then there's one more that I didn't get down either. Oh, um, I, I I got that one. It's a uh, uh, wiping as easy as one, two, three. Oh my god. Yeah, her <laughs> so. job is must be fucking horrible. If she has more than one of these pamphlets to give out, like what is her job? She works right? at a high school. Like what is happening? Um, Ugh. anyway, Emma talks about how she likes Brittany and it seems like Shu came to Emma to try to like get somebody get- to agree with him. Like, yeah, definitely. Have, so- have somebody, you know, be like, oh no, you're, well, you're doing the right thing. And Emma's like, yeah. no, I, I actually like Brittany. I think she's turned her life around and she's doing a great job. She's got that show in Vegas and she's a single mother to two kids. Like, I think she's doing just fine. Um, yeah. And then yeah. Will, Will is upset uh, and then by she, this reaction. Yeah, Will gets upset, and then Emma accuses Will of being too uptight. Yes, and then yes. Will is, oh, shittily is, throws. Yeah, that's going to be a main a main theme in the show is that Will's yeah. of Will's uptightness, and he's like, "Really, you're calling me uptight?" And it's just like, "Hey, how about you fucking chill out, dude." Yeah, well, because he he makes some comment about how she buys like barrels of hand sanitizer, and she's like. Okay. This isn't about me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she tells us that uh, Carl, her new boyfriend, has actually been helping her a lot with her Anxiety. control issues. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so she talks about grapes, which is cute. And then Carl oh, arrives. Yeah. So Carl, a.k.a. John Stamos. Yeah. John <laughs> Stamos. John Stamos, who doesn't even sing a song in this episode. Like, no, fuck that. He gets he gets danced on a little bit. He does get danced on a little bit, and spoiler alert: he does get to sing. It's just not in this episode. Okay. Um, anyway, Carl, the dentist, 
uh, is here at Emma's office to take her to lunch. She it sort of has like some mild panic, and he's just like, "Oh, you're so cute." And um, yeah. then he's like, "Oh, I actually have to go. I have to give a root canal to another teenager with all the sugar that kids eat. It's just crazy." Yeah. Um, Which um, prompts Emma to explain that uh, Carl's been really upset about the school, I guess, because yeah, they won't. They, he wants to give some kind of dental hygiene presentation to the kids, and yeah. he hasn't gotten to. So then Will, bright ideas like, oh, come talk to the Glee Club. Exactly. And then he tries to play it off as some like, oh, look at how flexible I am. Exactly. Emma. Like, he's like, he's like look, at, look at how accommodating I can be on a moment's notice. Except it's like, no, you just hadn't thought up your fucking Christopher Cross. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like, syllabus for that day. <sighs> Bitch. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so Carl the Dentist is coming to New Directions. Do you think Carl yes. the Dentist is kind of a reference to um, uh, to the dentist from uh, Little Shop of Horrors? He gives me that vibe. Um, But the dentist in Little Shop of Horrors is like a real dick. That's true. I feel like Carl's pretty cool. Carl, Carl is pretty, is pretty cool. like chill um but before we get to the glee club we, we, have we get a, little, a we get a little bullying yeah. scene oh yay yep. more bullying <laughs> yeah so um the wonder twins as i'm going to refer to them <laughs> from now on which is azimio and Karofsky. i feel like we can uh, we can add together their names somehow like azi azioski azioski i i prefer wonder twins um but uh they they take finn's letterman jacket um Dezimo, Dezimo for Dave and the Zemio. Dezimo, Dezimo. They they take Finn's jacket and rip it in half in front of him to represent um, the duality in his sexuality. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> it's it's awful. Um, that is something that Azimio says, and yeah, it's very bad. Like I don't, yeah. I don't need to see this consistent bullying. No. More. Well, so Finn tries to punch Azimio and punches the locker instead. Punches, he punches the locker very hard. Yes. <laughs> um, and then, right, so that prompts them to almost get into a fight, but then Artie shows up in the middle of them. So, to... why, do, so why do you think he punches the locker? Depth perception oh. problems? Yeah, I think so, because <laughs> I think he was aiming for Azimio, but he just missed, which is sad. <laughs> Poor um, Finn. But yeah, so Artie shows up to apologize to Finn for getting picked off the football team, which prompts Zimio and Karofsky to not beat up Finn because they don't want to accidentally hit the kid in the wheelchair, yeah, I guess. Yeah, Ar- Artie's in the way. That's the yeah. that's the argument. <laughs> it's like it's like Dave is like, no, hit him. And Azimio is like, well, th- no, <laughs> this kid's in the way because <laughs> you can't walk Maybe. around him. Maybe their football team is so bad because all of them have really bad depth perception. Like, <laughs> and already being in between them just seems like an ocean away. Yeah, or like, or like he's like, I don't know, I might accidentally hit the kid in the wheelchair because my punches <laughs> could go anywhere. My punches are so bad. That's yeah. why they haven't won any football games is because they keep exactly. throwing so bad. Um, well, well, yeah, we're gonna have to come back to that anyway, topic later. But we, Beast sees that, or Coach Beast, sorry. Uh, yeah, Beast, uh, Coach Beast sees it from the other side of the hallway, but we don't yep. get any conclusion to that uh, little no. moment quite yet. Next, it's the New Directions in the choir room with Carl and his dental chews. He's presented yes. everyone with these capsules that if you chew them, it'll make all the plaque on your teeth turn blue, I guess. 
Yeah. Yep. That's a thing. I've never That's done one. Thing. Have you? What do they taste yes. like? Yes. Uh, not not great. Because I mean, the Glee Club seems that they like really acts loudly, makes them seem like they taste real bad. Yeah, I don't think they taste that bad. I just I think um, from what I remember, they're just kind of like chalky. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, yeah. So they all chew these things before they before we get the reveal of their mouths. Um, uh, Santana calls. Carl, the hottest dentist she's ever seen. Yeah, and um, and offers her body to him. <laughs> yes, <basically>. which. <laughs> but uh, this leads Carl to laud Will for looking pretty and also being able to sing and dance. Oh, which I was yeah. like, what? Yeah, we get a little moment where he just compliments Will for no reason. Like, <laughs> he's just like, yeah, I might be hot, but <laughs> what about this guy over here? And yeah, I bet exactly. I can't sing and dance as as well as he can. And Will's just like, <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> what, is, um, what is this? But so then uh, Kurt uh, fights for the uh, Brittany group yeah, he, again. He, he brings up Brittany again. Will turns yeah. him down again. Yep. And uh, then we see whose teeth have gone blue. Yeah, so so they, it it's fun. Like Maggie said, they have a little montage where they shows all of them chewing, and then they all start revealing all, their teeth. You know, they all make yucky faces because it tastes yeah. bad. Yep. Uh, and then we get some reveal of teeth. Uh, yes, pl- plenty of the club have uh, perfectly white chompers. Um, yep. Tardy, sh- no, not Tardy. Tyke, Mike, and Tina share a kiss when their teeth are both revealed to be white. Yes. Um, I gotta say, that's just cute. It uh, is, yeah. Uh, and the people who have blue teeth, why, it's Rachel B. Berry. Oh, the- <laughs> and how bright are Rachel's teeth? <laughs> so Jesus. blue. So blue. Uh, but yeah, uh, so it's F- Rachel fa- Berry. Facebook logo blue, Rachel Berry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and she, uh, she's like, oh, I floss between classes. How could this happen? And uh, Carl's like, well, sometimes it's genetics. Then we yep. see that Artie uh, also has very blue teeth. He makes yep. the excuse that maybe if he could see the mirror, he <laughs> could brush and floss better. Which it's like <laughs> you've been in your wheelchair for so for like a decade. Maybe you should yeah. move the mirror down. Um, and <laughs> then uh, the final person with horrible teeth is Brittany. Um, yeah, not surprising. And also because she she does say, I. <laughs> I, yeah, go. I I use. Sorry, I, I'm I'm trying to remember the exact verbiage of it, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, it's essentially mm-hmm. she uses Dr Pepper as mouthwash. As mouthwash, Kurt is disgusted <laughs> by this. Like we get a flash of like of Kurt's face, and she's just like, ugh. Well, the best part is she, she's like, I thought Dr Pepper was a dentist. Which... <laughs> so that's the end of that moment, and uh, that's. <laughs> That's some foreshadowing for us about who's going to be performing the Britney numbers. Why, it's yes. Rachel, Artie, and Britney. The first Surprisingly. one up, it's Britney S. Pierce. She, yeah, so we moved to the dentist. Yes, and she's uh, she's getting roofied. Um, yeah, pretty much. It turns out she has a cavity in every tooth. In every which... tooth. There's like, a, there's like a shot of her, of supposedly her, her mouth. Chart. Yeah. Like behind um, Carl the dentist as he's like... I don't know, getting his dental tools ready or something. And it is disgusting. There's like cavities all over the place. And it doesn't make all that much sense because Heather Morris's mouth is, is fine. Like flawless. I know that's the best. We've seen it so often. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, my big thing is I was just like, wouldn't that hurt? Like, wouldn't you know? Wouldn't you know when you have like horrendous tooth pain (laughs) all the time? But, uh, so yeah, so he puts her under to do the, to fill in her cavities. And, Um, uh, he's like, oh, here, I'll just pop on some Pandora, uh, while I put you under some general anesthesia because her teeth are that bad. Um, and, um. She's like, oh, no, not Britney, because Britney, Britney Spears is playing on Pandora. Yeah. It's, Weirdly uh, enough. Yeah. It's I'm a Slave for You, which yes. uh, is performed impeccably by yes. by Britney S. Pierce. Yes. She she has a hallucination. Um, so it transitions from we, we have a nice first po- person point of view as the mask comes down on Britney's face. Mm-hmm. And then um, it transitions to a music video-esque performance of I'm a Slave for You. Where, she, wear, she wears the outfits yeah. that Britney wears in the original video. Um, yep. It's like the red uh, bodysuit. Yep. Uh, the, um, the see-through uh, bejeweled bodysuit. Yep. And... Uh, the I'm a slave for you, like shorts, uh, a green top snake combo. Yeah, I just put down snake on my <laughs> notes. Um, but yeah, uh, she. The one so, yeah, thing so, I would say about this performance that is a, a little strange is that there are small children dancers. Yeah, yeah, I I can't say that I've actually seen the I'm a slave for you music video, so I'm I, not sure I, if that's. Like I definitely, a, ha- I definitely have not seen it in recent memory. Um, right. So, like, I don't know if that's a call to the actual video or if that was, like, a fun twist to be, like... <laughs> Children! Oh, look, they're kids in this one. Well, the fun part is that they do, like, a group dance number kind of thing. Yeah. Where um, she's in the middle and she has four people dancing around her. And they do it with both adults while she has the snake outfit and then kids while she's in the red bodysuit. Yes. And it, like, cuts between the two, and it, like, and does it seamlessly. Because they're doing cool. the exact same moves. Um, yeah. I, I gotta say, like, Zach Woodley, as choreographer, pulled out the fucking stops for this one, because, <laughs> I yeah. mean, finally we get to see Heather Morris dance um, yeah. the way that she was has meant to be uh, this entire time. Like, she... Yeah. We've talked about it before, but Heather Morris was, like, got on the show because... She was um, a backup dancer for Beyonce during the Single Ladies Tour. Um, and that's why she's on the show. Yeah. So, so um, but yeah, that's the, this, this performance, um, Britney sings, good. I'm a Slave for You as well. We get to, um, we get to see uh, Heather Morris's abs, which is awesome. Yes, uh, they sure. are pretty spectacular. Uh, <laughs> and there's a giant snake. It's great. And... Her hair looks really wet uh, yeah. for most of it, <laughs> which I yeah. guess is kind of a Britney Spears early two thousands look. I think I think that's what they're going for, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then she wakes up in the dentist's office. Yep, I think. Yeah, she does. Yeah, and, and he tells her he, she'll be coming back because he has half, still has to do another half. There, of her mouth. there were sixty four cavities, so he wasn't able to get them all in one day. She has to come back the next day. Um, and, oh yeah. Cause she has the little line when she comes out, when she comes back yeah. from being under and she's like, I petted a snake. And I was like, yeah. that could mean so many things. I know. That's like- what I thought too. But uh, Carl responds with, 
rock on. <laughs> and then, um, like I said, Carl's a cool dentist. He's Carl's a, he's a just cool like dentist. a cool guy. Yeah. I mean, he he probably has to like, you know, ease people out of that um that kind of horrible state of being half drug like half drugged up, you know? Right. Like Yeah, like, I mean, his his dental chair kind of has to be the cool down tent before people go out into the real world. Yeah, that's true. Um Oh, I forgot. We forgot to mention uh, there while she's wearing the glittery bodysuit in this um, I'm a Slave for You video. Oh, yes. She's dancing all over John Stamos. Yeah, she she is... basically gives John Stamos a lap dance. Um, yeah, which is interesting um, and well, weird. But it's there's thankfully Heather Morris is a full grown adult. Uh, Brittany right. S. No, Pierce, no. who she is playing, is not. Is not um but you know it's it's a it's a hallucination it's fine um it's fine. But also it's a dream sequence it's, john stamos has a line in his contract that says that every time he's on an episode somebody <laughs> has to touch him in the naughty place so um <laughs> god i hope not jesus he's full house the- became a real nightmare after a while. <laughs> it was horrible um, <laughs> but that's so that's why he wasn't on the um fuller house they yeah, could exactly. negotiate that part of the that part of his contract. So yeah. next is Finn and uh, Rachel discussing Finn being off the football team. Yeah. Uh, Rachel, Finn's like, so are you happy that I'm not on the football team? And Rachel's like, yeah, I mean, now I don't have to think about what song I would sing at your bedside. When, when you're in a coma. <laughs> when you're in yeah. a coma. Which is like, oh my God, Rachel, you're so fucking self-centered. Oh my God. Well, well, the best part is that that's actually almost sweet because she's like, oh, you're not going to get hurt. I don't have to worry about you getting hurt anymore. Yeah. Um, but then it Which turns into... It's, it's completely legitimate also. Like, right. Well, oh, that, while yeah. Rachel is framing... While it's framed as like Rachel being very selfish for most of this plot line, um, she has a good point about not wanting Finn to be on the football team because football destroys your body um, and yeah. your brain. <laughs> but the, the issue is, so she starts with that. And then goes into, and like I don't remember exactly how they get oh, here, but she's, Rachel she's worried does that say, he's going to stray. Oh right, see that one's a little more shitty. Um, yeah, for sure. She's, so, but she has the line which I love, which is, "I want to be the only yes. thing that makes you feel good." I wrote that down too. <laughs> she's just like, I just want to be the only thing that makes you feel good. I'm just being honest. <laughs> which Finn is like. Whoa, that is so <laughs> shitty of Finn, you. Like, Finn was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> you don't want which, me to be happy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have to I have to side with Finn on this one. I was like, Whoa. No, it's, it's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> like, we talked about it last episode. Their relationship is fucked up. Like, yeah. It's well, messed and, up. Um, yeah, they, it's like, I was watching with someone. They, they pointed out that, like, this is actually supposedly this would be pretty typical like high school bullshit god i, guess. I hope not what the but that's fuck? what i said that's what i said i was like i i didn't have this but that's because i didn't play this game in high school so <laughs> anyway yeah, um, be- being straight really is just a game uh <laughs> yeah but uh finn doesn't defend rachel against no. a taunt from britanna and Brit- she takes Brit- that personally too britanna walk by um Santana talking about what Ra- whatever Rachel is wearing, being like, "You look like a librarian," you know, something like that. No, and it's, it's she calls her. She says she looks like one of the uh, bait girls from ah, one of those to catch a predator ah, shows. There it is. And then yeah. Brit- Brittany is like, "And actually, I'm more talented than you uh, because she is. She has had a spurt of confidence based off of her Brittany dream sequence." 
Yeah. John Stamos so, gave her a real spurt of confidence. And um, Rachel like turns to Finn and she's like, so you're not going to defend me? And Finn's like, I think they have a point. Just being honest. <laughs> and then he walks away. <laughs> I mean, that is that is a really good comeback on Finn's part. Um, so then we move to dentist scene number two. It's uh, Britannia. They're, they're both yeah. at the dentist this time. Yes, um, uh, we find, we find that out that... Yeah, oh, go. go for it. Well, oh, okay. I think we were about to say the same thing, basically yeah. in tandem. Santana's dad is a is a for real doctor, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, a real one, <laughs> as so, opposed to a, do, a, a, a tooth, tooth a tooth doctor. Um, so she has uh, really great health insurance, and she wants to get put under with Brittany this time, so that yes. they can have a simultaneous dream sequence. Yes, uh, um, <laughs> which. You might be thinking, hey, that doesn't make any sense. Hey, that's... Just wait. Just, hey, that's just not for real. Hey, whatever. Wait. It's chill. It's This is glee. It's a fantasy. <laughs> Relax. Um, And, uh... Yeah, they Carl, get put Carl's under... Carl's like, but your teeth are great. I guess I could give you, like, a super tough bleaching or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they both get put under, and they put in their headphones... Yes. Uh, ...so that they can listen to Me Against the Music... Yes, which is, um, if you're not aware, it's a Britney Spears number that features Madonna. So Britney, of course, is playing Britney, and mm-hmm, Santana mm-hmm. takes the role of Madonna. Yes. Um, and so if, it's another music rem- video. If you remember, this is, uh, this is right around the time that Britney and Madonna kissed on stage. So. Oh, yeah. That's okay. right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's another music video esque performance. Um, there's another another set of really great choreography with group yep. dances. Um, there's a part where Britney kind of leads a group of men dancing, and then uh, later Santana leads the same group of men. Very fun. Um, one Sant- note: Santana wears a white suit, um, yeah. and Britney wears a very uh, early two thousands Britney Spears look, uh, yes. with like a tie, like a tie dicky and a fedora. Yeah. Yeah. Um I had a note. Yeah. Finn and Rachel are in this dream sequence. Why? I don't know, but uh, they are. P- Puck is in, in it too. For like a very short moment. Well, and that's the thing. They're also in it for just a short moment. So like why though? It, it's your, it's just your synap it's just the um Britannia's synapses firing, you know, filling in the space with people. I guess. I also have another theory, which mm-hmm. is that this this whole sequence hasn't actually been a dream sequence of Brittany and Santana. Oh, okay. It's been a dream sequence of Finn. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> so Finn is dreaming of Brittany and Santana going to the dentist and having this vision. Because, okay, yeah. here's the thing. So, first of all, there's just one note more about the actual performance. Real Britney Spears is in this episode, and she yes. shows up at the end of this performance, yes, and it's real, amazing. For real, Britney Spears is at the end of this dream sequence. <laughs> yes. Um, she tells Britney that her breath smells good because it's a fantasy. Yeah. Uh, well, because the first thing that Britney says is she's like, you're so hot. Your breath smells so good. <laughs> and Britney is like, your, smells, your breath smells good, too. And you want to know why? Because this is a fantasy. <laughs> But yeah, um, but so here's the thing. The yeah. next scene starts with Finn jerking awake at the sound of a bell. Oh, in that's school. interesting. <laughs> so my theory is that he just dreamed 
that Santana and Brittany had this excursion to the dentist where they hmm. had this dream sequence. I and that's like why that, he's in it. I feel like that would make more sense for why Santana got put under. <laughs> is right? that it was a dream the whole time. Because <laughs> uh, it's not real. Because what dentist would be like, your teeth are perfect, let's put you under. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> like, And Carl seems like he might be like fine, you know, an actual... Um, Right, like good yeah. dentist. So who knows? Yeah. Um, it, a little few, a few more notes on the actual performance. It's very good, uh, and everybody seems a little wet, which I guess is sort of the <laughs> again, the just the mo of Britney the, Spears. Yeah, the, the raw sexuality of the early two thousands was just to like dunk people in in the in a pool before they yes. started um started doing any sort of performance. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I so like it a lot. Santana uh, sings well, and so does Brittany. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. for sure. Okay, so, yeah. So, like I said, Finn wakes up in class. We're in rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I was like, is that just... Was all of that just Finn's dream? Like, what is happening? I don't, who in, knows? In this episode. Um, all we but know so is then, that Finn woke up, and Brittany starts making demands to the New Directions. She talks yeah, well, about so, how she's had... Um, Vision. Well, okay, Sam. Here's the well, thi- here's your f- the yeah. flaw in your plan because <laughs> yeah, Finn here, woke here. up and Britanna are talking about their experience as a dentist. <laughs> right. See, that's the problem. Um, I don't know. Maybe the whole thing. Like mm. here, here's my other theory. Here's my other theory. This entire show, like this, this is, specific episode, this episode is a dream. Is all <laughs> no? It's all from the perspective of Finn. Okay. And we all know that Finn is an idiot. Okay. So none of it really makes any sense because he's not really paying attention to what people are saying. I don't know. No. I don't buy it. There there are things in this episode that just don't make sense. Like that no, it's a Glee episode, of course there are. That's its (laughs) MO. I'll I'll bring this up again because I just thought of some more good reasons, but they're later in the episode. Anyway, um, so Will Brittany, is going on. Yeah, oh, so well, Brittany is making her demands about how yes. she wants every solo for um for the Glee Club now because she Brittany Spears has made her feel uh, like, like a powerful woman. Well, has made her realize her talent of dancing and singing, which we yes. have already seen evidence of in this episode, uh, and yeah. Kurt. Wants to use this as an example of why they should do Britney. He's like, look, Britney pulled our Britney out of her fog, <laughs> her everyday yeah, co- confused guess. fog. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, there there is one little thing. Um, Santana does say for all those people who were like, "What do you mean they had a dream sequence together?" Um, yeah. Santana does say, "I'm not really sure how our fantasies combined. That doesn't make any sense." Um, whatever it's just i like it, it when it was he like gets Ryan, self-referential it was like, well it's ryan murphy lampshading his like <laughs> terrible writing yeah i mean Fair the enough. thing is is that like if you're gonna do something like that if you're gonna have a like a joint dream sequence fucking embrace it and don't try to like <laughs> don't second guess yeah. yourself you know just like sure, sure. let it let it be <laughs> yeah um but so uh kurt like you were saying is trying to use this to push for the Britney Spears idea. Yep. Um, Will, again, turns him down, shoots him down. Will, and Will then, like, straight up yells at Kurt. Like, he is yeah. like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Stop bringing this up. And yeah. um, Kurt, in turn, yells back, saying, stop being so friggin' uptight all the time. 
Uh, yep. And like you, we get a sh- like a wide shot of the whole club. Rachel's like holding in laughter, and like yeah. everybody else is like, "Oh, damn!" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's great. Um, uh, because yeah, so it, it well, has that. It's supposed to have that feel, I think, of that moment when you say something and you know you weren't supposed to say that but thing. But really, really, it comes off as like everybody being like, "Damn, Kurt hit him hard." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but so, yeah. So then Will does send Kurt to the principal's office. Yeah. Um, for thank, saying that. Thank which, God we don't actually get that scene. Thank God. Um, I'm curious, though, because what the fuck ha- do you think happened in that scene? Do you think it was like, I don't know. I think it was like, why are you here? And then Will was like, he said that I was uptight. And then <laughs> figures be like, um, okay. I mean, are, like, is, is your vest like a little bit too tight today? Like... <laughs> Like, I just, I don't understand how this is a principal's office level problem. I, I you think know what it's I mean? because he said friggin'. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Um, Stop being there so is, friggin' uptight all the time. Uh, Kurt is also wearing what appears to be like seat belts. Yes. Across his yes. chest, like yes. in a harnessy shape. It's amazing. Um, uh, I, I mean, we've seen him wear straight up harnesses to school before. Uh, kind of taking you know, yeah. sort of avant-garde looks to the halls. Uh, it's yeah, fine. Exactly. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, um, but so we we do not get the principal scene. No, um, thank God. In- instead, we cut to the dentist's office yet again, but this time it's Will. It's Will with uh, his mouth wide open and Carl's fingers in his mouth. Carl yeah. and Will are both are saying like, ah, to each other, yeah, sort of singing but... it, but like progressively higher because Will... Yeah. Because Will's um, uh, dick is small, I guess. Exactly. Yep. Um, Yeah, but so Carl talks, like, does a real talk with Will, um, bro to bro, as he puts it, uh, about Emma. Yeah, they discuss Emma and impulsivity and how Will needs to stop grinding his little chompers down to nubs and uh, needs to stop going after Emma because it's like really, it's like really not cool. Uh, yeah, did, yep. did we mention the whole reason Will's at the dentist is because apparently he grinds his teeth. Um, yes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, well, there was a great scene where Carl tell, like asked him to back off and Will says he's not going to. And Carl's well, like, well, Will hey. is more like, Will's more like, I'm not sure I'm able to. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, but like, but Carl's like, hey, how would it feel if you were dating Emma and I didn't back off? And Will's like, oh. Oh, now oh. I understand. Oh. And I'm like, you <laughs> piece of garbage. Like, <laughs> Sam, it's it's not that. It's that he has not he has not trained himself to think of other people or like yeah. try to empathize with other people because yeah, he maybe. hasn't he hasn't needed season to. Season 2. He's season a, 2, the season of psychopaths. He's a psychopath. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh so Carl tells Will to loosen up because again, he's very uptight. Um, but he gives him candy, which is a fun joke yeah, from a dentist. Yeah, because he's a dentist. He has like a big jar of candy, which is like, yeah. you're a dentist. Why do you have that? <laughs> um, and as Will exits the dental office, thinking about how he needs to be more impulsive. Well, uh, well, he does. Before he leaves, Carl tells him that he, like Carl, the dentist, um, used to be uptight too. But then he just started letting him do stuff that was felt good for no good reason. Yeah. Um, like buying and a he Corvette. bought a Corvette. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's important that he bought a Corvette and yeah, he tells you, Will that you he bought a Corvette. You do need to know that he, that he bought a Corvette. Will exits the office eating candy and Rachel uh, is, in the, um, is in the waiting room being like, yes, I'm reading Britney Spears' autobiography, unofficial, um, unauthorized biography yeah. to try to like uh, feel the same way Britney does or something. And um, then uh, she's like, wait, is that candy? Are you eating candy in a dentist's office? <laughs> And um, (laughs) there you go. That's the whole scene. Rachel, what? Well, I mean, then we jump into... Yes. Then we jump right into uh, Rachel's dream sequence. Yes. Which is uh, Hit Me Baby One More Time. Yeah. And Rachel's wearing the iconic outfit of um, the the Britney Britney Spears schoolgirl kind of look. Yep. Uh, and there's also a quick flash of Britney as her teacher, which is fun. Yeah, for um, real, the for real Britney, not our Britney. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, this, but yeah, this episode it, is just confusing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but so uh, yeah, so this is it's essentially again a music video esque. Re- Honestly, I, I imagine it's pretty close it's, to the it's, original. It's nearly shot for shot um, of yeah. the original. Uh, there's like little shots of uh, Finn in his basketball outfit, and then one in yeah. his football outfit. As he's like, and he's holding a ball in each one, you know, according right. to the outfit, obviously. And uh, Rachel does some like very early two thousands like pop star um, head movements as she sings. Yes. Do you know what I'm well, talking about? Like the <laughs> The kind of like nods as she like holds a long note, very two- yeah, early two thousand pop star. Also, she's she has a variety of outfits that she are does. all midriff showing. Yes, um, and also there's like some nineties esque dancing going on. Yeah, it's of, great. It's so good. <laughs> of like oh my jazzercise God. level type stuff. Like it's great. It's a, but it's like a, it's amazing. Less eighties jazzercise, more like hip hop influenced. Yeah, so like early two thousands for sure. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And uh, there's yeah, like like with the Britain, uh, the uh, slave for you uh, recreation. Rachel does the same dance routine in different locations. With yes, so it, they swap between different locations with the same dance routine. You know, music video stuff. Uh, and then there are some moments where Rachel's like sitting on the bleachers, like holding a basketball, singing, and like <laughs> it's just it's so good. It's very good. Yeah, um, it's it's very good. Um, I, I don't know then, why the why the reviewers uh, turned it down. Maybe because it's uh, it does play on that kind of like that you know precarious line of being like a sexy toddler. <laughs> which... Well, but I mean also. <laughs> You've criticized Glee in the past for doing like exact shot for shot. I have, but this is so good. Videos, it's so. the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, the thing but is, yeah, so that, she... and it also oh. like makes sense within the storyline that has been written. How bizarre the storyline is, right? Okay, like, sure. In the other times that they've recreated shot for shot, like with the Vogue music video, it's like, do they really have the fucking production value to make that? No. In a in a okay. Rachel Berry dream sequence, they absolutely have the production value to do multiple like sets and multiple costumes. Sure, sure, okay, fair enough. Um, so then moving on from there, she wakes up in the dentist chair, of course, and she asks, "Is this real life?" Guess what? Which... That's a David Ad- after dentist reference. What up? What up, twenty <laughs> ten? Yeah, is this just a meme filled episode? <laughs> 
full of Leave memes. Leave Britney alone. Ryan Murphy um, was like on the pulse of memes. But so then uh, cutting, we then cut from there to actual real life where Rachel is wearing the Britney schoolgirl outfit at school. Which she just had, I guess. Like that was just I mean, in her closet. I mean, okay. If you, if you take away, like if, yeah, you, if she okay, was wearing sure. like a full shirt, then I think it would be a regular. It would be a regular it would be a Rachel regular Rachel Berry look. It it's would be. mostly just showing her midriff. Like, yeah, that's the only that's difference. It. I think that's it. Also, like, she is wearing, like, I don't know. I feel like she would probably wear those shoes, but maybe with tights instead of, like, the oh, the socks yeah, the that stockings. she's wearing. Yeah. Uh, and, and her skirt is quite short. Um, that's true. Anyway. But yeah, um, yeah Ra- everyone Rachel stares looks at her. good. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, she goes up to Finn and she's like, Hey, listen, you have my blessing to rejoin the football team if you can. Well, yeah. So, so there's, <laughs> a whole, there's a whole thing where Finn freaks out about the fact that she's wearing such revealing clothes yeah, he, and tries he, like, to put he, like, his hoodie on pl- her. And she's like, Oh, I'm not cold. Wait, do you not like my new look? <laughs> um, and then Azimio hits on her. Yeah. Saying you could hit me as many times as you Which, want. As guess long what? As you're that, that means that means Azimio knew the reference. I know. Th- that's, think I about love that. It. I love it. No, <laughs> it makes perfect sense. I mean, like Azimio has always been proven to be the like. Yeah, I mean, he, he's informed. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, but so then Finn calls her out on the hypocrisy because he was saying that he's like, you don't feel comfortable if I'm on the football team, but I don't feel comfortable when you don't wear a lot of clothes. So yeah. there's hypocrisy or something. And, <laughs> and, and Rachel's like, Finn, Ra- shut up. <laughs> Ra- well, Rachel's just like, oh, well, if you want to resolve this, then I welcome you to rejoin the football team. If you can. And then she just like bounces. Which, <laughs> it's yeah, amazing. I, I do love the fact that like, it is so heavily implied in the undertones. I don't think you can. Like, <laughs> yes. it's so good. I mean, also, like, their relationship is horrible. <laughs> like, Yes. It's, oh, it's awful. It's so manipulative and, like, gross. Um, yes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a good moment. Next, uh, we well, we have another bad relationship well, moment. Well, before, before we get right to there, um, yeah. there is a little moment where Jacob Ben Israel comes oh, up to yeah. Yikes. and tells him that he'd kill his parents quotes for Rachel like to like get Rachel somehow. Yeah, he's he's like trading. what do I have to, what do I have to give you to get Rachel? I'll give you my yeah. house. I'll kill my parents and give you my house. This is after and, we've seen um Jacob and Israel like staring at her in the background for at least like 3 or 4 minutes. Like Yeah, well cuz he was interviewing Britney mm-hmm, during mm-hmm. that time and then like she makes a comment about how his hair is like a big Jew cloud. Yeah. Um and then he comes over after Rachel leaves. He also says the words wanky wanky, which I don't want to focus on because it's gross. Um, it is. Um, and it's like, it's fine when Santana uses that catchphrase um, because <laughs> she's not repulsive. Oh, oh, I mean, that's true. Okay. Um, let's move to the next terrible relationship thing. It's, uh, it's Will. He's bought a new car. Quote unquote Guess what it new. is. It's a Corvette. Uh, yep. He bought the exact same car as Carl, including the color, I believe. I think it's... No, no. Um, Carl's is red. Will's is yellow. It's oh, I see. It's very different. They're yeah. very different. Also, um, <laughs> Will's has heated seats, so... Right. Um, <laughs> Emma is in the front seat. Will has somehow coerced her into getting into right? his car. <laughs> like, oh my God. 
what why is why is emma doing this i don't she understand also looks so uncomfortable like yeah well uh, okay because she also points out like she's like so he's like see i'm impulsive now and she's like by buying the same car as carl like <laughs> which, which like Oof. will is so terrible he is especially in this episode but i don't like why did you make him so awful that i don't it was know like I don't know. It was like reasonable that we should expect that Will would be so dumb to yeah, be like, I, oh, what I, I take know. away from the dentist is that I should be buying a new car. Like, why does why does Ryan Murphy write characters that are so easy to hate? Like, I don't know. Like I hate Will so much. And also like, but at the same time, we're supposed to like Will because of how many people praise him all the right? fucking time. Like it's like, what? What? Maybe, maybe that's intentional. Maybe it's intentional that he's terrible and everyone praises him all the time. This dissident? Yeah. <laughs> dissident. Whatever. Well, I mean, it's taught us, well, me mostly. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Knew. <laughs> but it's taught me that um, there's privilege in the world and <laughs> it's not fair. That Will's white privilege is the reason why people like him? Yes. Uh, exactly. So, um, Sailing by Christopher Cross comes on the radio of this Corvette when they turn it yes. on. And um, Will's like, oh, this is my jam. And he starts singing what? to it. And Emma just looks like she wants her skin to come off of her body. <laughs> well, I was going to say, Will has like a full-on orgasm when Sailing starts playing. It's so <laughs> uncomfortable. Like, And then he starts driving and he's like singing at Emma instead and of looking at like, the road. she's just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then Emma screams because Terry is in the middle of the Terry's road. here. She's wearing a short sleeve fur jacket, um, which I didn't realize existed. It's not a vest. It is short sleeved. And um, <laughs> she, she has like, she's dyed her hair blonde, but like blonder. her roots are like super dark. <laughs> She's, so that's go- nice. she's, she's going through a time, okay? Um, <laughs> exactly. She, she goes up to exactly. She goes up to Will, and Will's like, "Why are you here?" And Terry responds with, "I'm here to return this car to the lot so that you can pay your spousal checks, you yes. dumb bitch." Well, um, and she also she also calls Emma a homewrecker. She does. Um, and then Will and Terry get into a screening match about it, and Emma leaves. Emma's just like, "Bye." <laughs> yep. Um, which Terry then says. Uh, Will can keep the car because she realizes that Emma's not into this. Like she's yeah. like, you know what? You can have the car. You can keep Just... the car and enjoy it until it gets repossessed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but she also she reveals to us that her main thing here is that um, she doesn't want Will to buy any more big ticket items because when he finally realizes his mistakes and comes crawling back to her, the only woman who's ever known <laughs> how to love him, she wants to make sure that they still have money. Woof. Terry so. is going through a time, y'all. Right? Um, so oh. that's the end of that scene. <laughs> Thank God. Well, Will, Will kicks the ground in anger. Yeah, like, he's like, well, he's like, damn. And then he does like a really fast spin. And like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of kind of like some anger dancing. Gotta love yeah. it. Uh, um, next is um, the New Directions. Back in the choir room, they're discussing Rachel's new looks and yes. uh, Britney Spears uh, and how uh, Britney Spears as a, can be a positive force in their lives. Yes. Because Kurt, of course, is back on the pro Spears train. He's trying D- to use this despite, new development. Despite the yeah. man trying to keep him down. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's he's here to champion for Britney. 
He's like, even though I risk expulsion for doing so, I just want to say that Rachel's new look, inspired by Britney, shows how powerful Britney is. <laughs> Which Will yeah. still isn't into it yet. Um, Will's not into uh, it yet. We're about to get to the point where he might be. Sue comes into the choir room and tells Will uh, that she that he needs to follow her. They go back to Sue's office, and Sue describes the sins of Jacob and Israel. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. It's gross. So, so yeah. So she caught Jacob masturbating to a video of Rachel. On Confu- confusingly, he was one. He was on a library computer. Also, he was completely naked. Well, why? He, it was at it was at night. So, but, but like, why? If you're okay, but, if you're masturbating Maggie, in a public was, space, why are you it naked? Was, it, it was at night. Sam. Nope. Good question, though. It's awful. I don't understand why this is happening. Jacob Ben Israel is disgusting, I think, is the main lesson <laughs> that we're supposed to get. Um, Which is a but, bummer. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, like, make fun of this kid. <laughs> I mean, but he's written so poorly. He's written he so easily to make, make fun of. But, yeah, so there's a bit where Sue makes him sit in her office naked. Naked. Like, Which is... she's like, I want, him, I want you to feel your, like, butt sweat sin. Yeah. <laughs> and um and then she you know she berates him for a little bit and then he's like all right fine I'll leave um but you're going to have to turn around uh so that I can stand. And then it's like yikes this is horrible. Ew. Ew. Um and then Sue has like a has like a moment where she's talking to Will about this and how she's been scarred or whatever and how yeah. it's Britney Spears's fault and then um she uh she looks at where it's uh, Sue looking at the butt set sweat stain left by Jacob and Israel. Oh, yes, it's like a it's like a like a solemn moment where she stares at the stain, and then we get like a shot of the stain, and then it's back to Sue's face, and then it's back at the stain. And it's just like yikes. <laughs> it's yeah, it's um, it's great mostly because so she accuses Will of flailing in his personal life, yeah, um, which she enjoys, but she says that Britney Spears is not the solution to this mm-hmm. because the school is like a powder keg of sexual deviancy that That's will right. explode. Only needs you, a small um, catalyst. Yes, uh, and uh, but yeah, she, she then, tells then Will she about talks the about butt the stain. yeah the abyss, like staring into the abyss and like yeah. the butt sweat, <laughs> whatever. Um, Will. To be fair, I I don't really like praising Will because everyone else does it, and I don't like to be cool. Um, but <laughs> Will, the the actor Matthew Morrison, has some really great like non-verbal acting in this episode sure sure and this is one of those moments because oh, where, where he kind of he looks a little impish <laughs> well well before he looks impish when sue is telling him to look into the butt sta- oh the butt yeah stain, the look on his face is perfect because his eyes are like like glass like or like uh, plates <laughs> or like just like huge and they're just like what is happening <laughs> like oh, what is he good. seeing in his mind's eye Right. Um, and uh, <laughs> then as uh, as Sue gets up to leave, she's like, you have to promise me you're not going to do Britney. And Sue's like, uh, she's like, oh, no, of course I won't. Um, Sue leaves. And then we get a, a close up shot of um, of Will uh, uh, as he like he looks devious and has like his yeah. uh, his hands in his mouth. And he's like, hmm. <laughs> like, right. Which uh, like, I mean, typically, like as per usual. Will pretends like he'll do the right thing unless and then decides not to, <laughs> unless it'll piss off Sue 
for the That's most right. part. Which in most cases, I'm actually a pretty big fan of that. But of pissing off Sue, uh, sure. And I, yeah. it's like I'm down to see a like a group Britney number. Sounds great. Yeah. Uh, the next scene is it's Artie's fantasy. Everybody, yes. but we don't open that up. No, we don't open the scene knowing that we see no uh, Britney Spears for real. Britney Spears wearing a Cheerios uniform, standing in yes. the Kinley hallway. Yeah, she's she's telling Tina and Britney S. Pierce, the regular Cheerio, who is also in a Cheerios uniform. That's right. About how ranch is really good on pizza. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Britney S. Pierce is like, I'm in love with you. <laughs> yes, and then. Uh, uh, Cheerio, but Britney Spears in a Cheerios yes. outfit looks at Artie and is like, "You know what? I don't know why Tina would have left you. You're great." And Tina's like, "Yeah, I was wrong. Artie was the best boyfriend." <laughs> yep. And then it cuts to well, and Artie's like, "Well, I think Tina says something along the lines of like, will you take me back?'" And Artie's like, "I don't need I'm to. Stronger. I'm stronger." And then they sing "Stronger." Uh, yes. There's like a football sequence. Well, yeah, there's... that's that's the majority of the song. It's not a shot for shot uh, music video this time. Instead, no. it's our football boys plus Artie yes. in a football uniform as well doing the um the thing that was proposed last week using yes. Artie as a battering ram. Yes, um, there's some there's some group dancing and some like montages of that, and then there is a shot of the actual like battering ram, like Artie <laughs> scoring a touchdown, which that's is that's right. Um. It's, uh, I mean, it's, so, also, it's, what? Oh, there's also some interspersing of Artie doing weightlifting. And yep. one of the things, that, one of the shots is him with a, like a bench, you know, the like. Yes, the bench. Long bar bench, doing it with one arm. One arm. Which is <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, I mean, it's, it's supposed to be ridiculous. Uh, right. Because it's stronger. And he sings, um, he sings competently, obviously. Artie's yeah. one of the best singers in the club. He sings just fine. And there, at the what there is a moment um, where there's Tina in the stands. Yes. Um, but underneath her, and I, I give props to the art department for this is like a big poster that says something, and like it says "loser" right under Tina. Oof. <laughs> and I only caught it like by chance because I was not looking for it. But it's so good because it's like the, a I mean, throwaway gag that's just really very. The good. art department for Glee is almost definitely the the best like the best department on the show except sure. like i mean they they pull some they pull their weight they do a good job yeah oh for sure shout out um, to the art department <laughs> well done <laughs> but yeah so um so That's of course he wakes up at the dentist cause... he wakes up at the dentist and uh i'm not sure he makes any sort of gag no. uh yeah and then uh Coast Be- Coach Beast lets Finn and Artie back on the team. Yeah, there's a well, quick locker room scene where she does that. Yep. Um, it doesn't really make sense. I think that's part of the other reason I think this is all a like, perf- like Finn's perspective episode. Because it's where it doesn't there's make sense. some logical leaps. <laughs> yeah, because like, there's no reason for Coach Beast to say that they should be on the football team. It um, just happens. I think, it's, I think it's the bit where Artie... Apologize apologizes to in front of Azimio and Karofsky? Yeah, but like, why does that? I don't. Mean I don't. I don't know. Because it's not like that was proving that Finn could be athletic or good. And it wasn't proving that Artie could be on the football team. Like, no, 
I mean, no, it doesn't make sense. I'm, but is it supposed to? No. No, uh, but yeah. So Coach Beast has a nice little smile after she does this. Um, but the next scene I titled, there's no rules against it. We checked. Um, <laughs> because it's Finn and Artie announcing to the Glee Club that they are now back on the football team. And like I said, there are no rules against it. We, we checked. We checked. And uh, Rachel seems a little bit upset that Finn's back on the team. Yes. Next, uh, we see Mr. Shu coming to the new directions, and he is like, and Kurt uh, says, starts to try saying something, and Will is like, right. listen, no. No, I'm not going to stand in the way anymore. We're going to do Britney. Also, I'm going to perform with you. Yeah, so it's great because there is like a, a good little like pause of for drama on there where, where everybody's like, says, "Yay, we're, we're performing!" <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do Britney, and then he says, "And I'm gonna perform with you," and everyone's like, "Huh?" And then the room goes silent, and then we get a wide shot of everybody's faces, and I think Mike is a real standout at this moment because he looks so dismayed. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. "Oh, oh!" A really a really good audience stand in. Because all of us are also like, no. I love Mike. Mike's the no. best. Uh, like, no, no please don't. <laughs> so then we go to the boys' locker room. Finn is yes. back in his, in his pads, and Rachel enters wearing um, a very Rachel-esque dress. She's not in her Britney look anymore. Yeah. And uh, see, Rachel's like, you know, I thought the boys' locker room would be all sexy, but really it just smells in here. And it's like, why did you think well- it was going to be sexy? <laughs> Well, she said, it, I thought it was going to be sexy, but it just smells like feet in here. And I was like, I think that's, I think people have said that multiple times in this show, actually. <laughs> uh, and but, uh, yeah, she she uses the fact that she is now back in her normal clothes yeah. as a reason to try tactic. to convince Finn yeah. to quit football. She's trying to manipulate Finn into quitting football. And like I said before, like I feel like this is sort of an admirable thing to do is try to get someone to not play football because it does destroy your body and brain. But yeah. she's doing it for a very selfish reason <laughs> is that she doesn't want Finn to stray. She even brings up uh, that he slept with or not even slept, had like a fling with Santana and Brittany um, yes. back when well, they, went they went on went their on- trio date. <laughs> No, they went on a single date, um, but she's like, do you remember that? Because I do. And I'm like, <laughs> I also remember it, and it wasn't anything. I so. also remember that, and it was just Britannia getting, trying to get a free meal. Like, <laughs> Yeah. But so, yeah, so Finn refuses to quit football. Um, he says that as, so here's the thing. I want, I want to keep, I want to point these things out because I'm going to come back to them. He says that, one, as quarterback, he'll throw, two, a touchdown, and mm-hmm. then once he does, he'll point at Rachel in the stands. And everyone one, will know that. And everyone will know that she's his girl his or whatever. Yeah. One, Sam is the quarterback now. You that's don't just right. get to be quarterback. <laughs> so I don't know how that's going to happen. Two, throw a touchdown. Finn. Finn, <laughs> sit down. Listen, you don't, you can't. You just, you don't do you know mean? how. Here, like here, you're let a me, bad let me, football boy. Let me do my Finn impression. What? What do you mean? <laughs> I love football. Oh, I'm athletic. God. I'm tall. <laughs> I can throw lots of touchdowns, except um, they don't normally score any points because they the usually o- get intercepted and I get I'm sacked. the only one who's won a game on this field. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, Finn's back on the team. Uh, his hand, when he's... There's like a shot of him like holding Rachel's face to his chest, and his yeah. hand is like the size of Rachel's head. Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> he could like yeah. palm her head like a basketball. It's intense. Um, That's a, a, a disturbing way of putting it. But yeah. Um, yeah. And then essentially Finn um, kind of interprets what Rachel has said as Rachel asking him to choose between her and football. And, football. and she she confirms this. She says, yes, I am making you choose between me and football. And okay. then it kind of just ends. Like, I do... Listen, Rachel's reasons are fucked up, but Finn could definitely die playing high school football. He knows somebody who is, like, like paralyzed from the neck down from yeah. playing high school football. This is for real shit. Maggie, Finn only, Finn only knows who he is when he plays football. He only, such he's bullshit. only popular when he plays football. That's that, such I mean, bullshit. He doesn't even really seem to enjoy football. Like, what the fuck? The show, the show has. I think the show in this episode at least tries to make it a little more prominent that when Finn is playing football, he's more popular. Mostly because I guess Santana and Brittany talk to him. Yeah, like they yeah, don't soon, talk to him when he doesn't Finn's play football. Back on the team, uh, Santana's like, "Ooh, damn, you actually seem a little more appetizing." <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, she says basically the same thing to Rachel earlier in the episode. <laughs> yeah, when Rachel is wearing her Britney look, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. It it's doesn't dumb. make sense. Let's move forward. None of this Next, it's the yeah. homecoming assembly, and yes. uh, to start off the uh, the sequence, we see Will uh, making Emma uncomfortable. Yay! Yeah, he, he tries to like show off to her that he's going to be doing the number, I guess, and he like does it like in a very overly. Well, he like sneaks up on her and is like, "I can get you backstage," and she's like, "Ah." <laughs> But yeah, and then the the thing is, I think it comes off, it's interesting because it comes off as in the past, we've seen Emma overwhelmed and wowed by Will's yes. showmanship. That's his, right. Like, um, but so this comes off as kind of like a weird, desperate showmanship that is yes. like yes, gross absolutely. and icky. There, there and, is like desperation dripping off of every, <laughs> every atom of Will's being in this number. Um... But they the sing- weird thing is that, like, Emma is both repulsed by it, but also slightly. Like, there, it, it seems like there might be something it. where she's like, <laughs> maybe? And I'm like, no, Emma, stop. Well, it's, like, we, we know Emma loves Will showmanship, you know? Exactly. Like, she, yeah. she loves a good, hearty draw. She, just like us, Sam, Emma appreciates a well-done musical number. Um. That's true. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, anyway, Will... Tells her that and then kind of scampers off to get he's, ready for the show. He scampers off to get back to the performers and they sing Toxic. Uh, yes. well, but it's but, kind of an acoustic yeah. pared down version of yeah. the of the you know synthy pop tune. Uh and it's a I mean it's very good. I love Toxic. It's a good number. Um Well, except Will is except the for Will, major lead obviously. for the most yeah, part. Yeah, here here um, I have um good except Will and crowd BS. Yeah, okay. So but so there are a couple things. So did you know that McKinley High had a dulcimer club cuz I didn't. No. Um, cuz uh, that's dul- apparently why Glee is performing. Dulcimer is like a-, a like a musical instrument, right? Yeah. What is what is it? It's like a like guitar kind of like long necked guitar kind of thing, hmm. Um, hmm. but apparently because when 
what's his name? Figgins introduces the Glee Club. He, he said that there was a huge, the like tragic train derailment oh, caused the- Dulcimer Club to not be able to perform. Which I was like, what? Like, I mean, it's nothing, a- nothing. Sam- it's a Ryan Murphy joke, which means I it's guess. just a random collection of words that if yeah. said fast enough can convince you to think they're funny. That's that's I all guess. it is. Well, it's just it's one of those things where I'm like, how does McKinley have the money for a dulcimer club? How does McKinley have the money not... for a ballet club? How does yeah, McKinley exactly. have the money <laughs> for anything? Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, Glee is singing. Um Lauren Zeises and Jacob Ben Israel are in the crowd, uh, um, screaming, saying, screaming, mul- screaming, nasty things. N- Lauren Zeises <laughs> says, "I want to be that hat," which I think is the best one <laughs> out of all of them because because, because there there are some dance moves where the New Directions are thrusting into their hats. <laughs> so. or, or well, the best part is I'm pretty sure that she says it when Will puts a hat on his head, which <laughs> I was like, "This is." N- that's so gross. Like, that's the <laughs> grossest joke. <laughs> anyway, uh, the this music itself is ruined by um, these, like, yes. big shouting lines from Zeises and yes. Jacob and Israel, which is just like, hey, I'd rather listen to the music that I've been promised this whole episode. Yeah. Um, well, so this causes Sue. So once they finish the number... Um, this causes suit because Jacob Ben Israel tries to grope the person in front of him who has long hair, yeah, which turns out is a dude. Yep, um, you know that's one of those classic TV face. turnarounds. Yeah, and it, Sue Sue's panicked. She's been yeah. panicked since they started the number, and uh, she decides to pull the um, the fire alarm, fire alarm and scream, after- "It's a Britney Spears sex riot!" And yes. um, then everybody runs. And if on- if only Jacob and Israel had been trampled. Yeah, well, <laughs> so that's scene. the thing. That's the thing is there's a lot of things in the scene that are weird and confusing. Like first of all, it doesn't seem like there was going to be a sex right until she pulled the fire alarm because yes. then it seems like like there's a there's a short clip where it doesn't really like they're just all these random kids from the school, but it yeah. looks like some of them are like grabbing each other in a like yeah gross sexual manner. It's confusing because there's like it's seemingly some extras who are just running for their lives who are like right. falling and trying to get back up and run um and then there are others who are like grabbing and then they yeah. carry Jacob and Israel out <laughs> yeah well cuz he like he he falls on the ground and people run over him and then i guess he passes out or something cuz like it's it's so weird. It doesn't it's make any bizarre. sense. Um. Anyway, the scene is over. <laughs> Sue is upset because they ran the wrong direction or something. Next, right. we get to the teachers' lounge. Sue is wearing a neck brace and she's talking yes. to Will. Yeah, she has a long, prolonged joke about the DNC riots oh my God. of like nineteen sixties. It is not even a joke. It's just well, a long rant of something that didn't happen. But the best part is this is the other moment where uh, Matthew Morrison's nonverbal acting is like on point because it keeps cutting from Sue saying something ridiculous to Will like moving his head 
And then, like, eventually, it gets to the point where, like, Will, like, swings his entire head around. <laughs> and, like, it's very just gives good. Her, just gives her a good long look of, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, exactly. Yeah, basically, basically, we find out that Lady Bird Johnson had a tram stamp and tattoos <laughs> over her ovaries. And <laughs> that... It caused um, someone to punch his wife in the face and then there scream was a sex, sex riot. party. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's it doesn't make any sense. But so Will says that to her. He's like, I don't think any of that actually happened. And then Sue tells him that she's going to sue him. With her Gloria with Gloria Allred, her lawyer, who um yes. we have we heard of Gloria Allred before because I don't I don't think so. Well, this is her introduction and she will be mentioned <laughs> multiple times to come. Uh yeah. and uh that's the end of that little moment. Basically yeah. Sue is like, I'm gonna sue you by um, yeah. I don't think that ever comes to fruition either. So cool. I doubt it. <laughs> I, I seriously doubt she needs that neck brace. She says her spinal cord got compressed. Compressed, I think. But which... we never see Sue anything happening to her. So um. Yeah. Anyway, Shu then uh, walks over to Emma in the teachers' lounge to try to absolve himself through confession. Yeah. Um. Right. He, he goes to Emma and t- and talks about how it was a bad idea for him to perform with the kids. Um, yeah. And Emma's just like, mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> Emma's like, you think? Um, but yeah, so she tells, he's like, I just did it because I, you didn't want me, you told me I was so uptight. And she's like, I just wanted you to relax. Like, your life is a nightmare. You just need to, like, chill a little bit. Uh, and, um, yeah. And but then she, she, like, she, go she, she was like, we're not going to perform Britney anymore, whatever. Yeah. Well, um, Emma Emma tells him so she makes a comparison between him and Britney and says yep. Britney Spears only makes great music when she's not chasing down paparazzi. So she's kind of like trying to make this comparison to Will and then she tells him that he's a great teacher, probably the greatest at the school, uh, which I wrote down a note that I have proof that that's a lie, which that is it's this a lie. episode. <laughs> this episode proves that that is not true because he didn't listen to the kids. And then when he did listen to the kids, he did it in such a way that it was only good for him. Ugh. Like, it's terrible. He's a terrible teacher. He's terrible. He's a very bad teacher um, who wanted to teach easy listening. As, yeah, exactly. As, as a lesson to a cont- to a glee club of teenagers. Like, what the right. fuck? He's a bad teacher. Yeah. Well, and uh, yeah, and Will Will declares that he's going to return the car that he bought. Next, so. we see Quinn and Finn at uh, the lockers in the McKinley hallway. Uh, Quinn is uh, propositioning Finn, basically. She's like, yeah. hey, listen, now that you're back on the football team and I'm back on the Cheerios, there's some interesting symmetry there. I, I think we should get back together. We'll be good for prom king and prom queen. And um, Finn is like, Finn turns her down, basically. He's like, there's somebody else and you already know that and I want you to respect that. And then he walks away. Um, and well, uh, and there, importantly, Finn does say, I do still have feelings for you, Quinn. He does say that. Um, yeah, he says, I'll probably always still have feelings for you, but I'm with someone else now. Um, but then we find out that he, so he walks away and then Quinn walks the other direction and we find out that Quinn was actually put up to this by Rachel. She, yeah, she's reporting back to Rachel that Quinn, that Finn did turn her down, um, and that he must really love her. There you yeah. go. And then we flash back to the new directions back in the choir room. Uh, yes. Will is like, we're not going to do Brittany anymore. And Kurt is devastated. He is, we- well, he's basically wearing like a morning hood. 
Yeah, but so, okay, here's the thing. Will says, we're not going to do Britney anymore. Britney's just not us. And I'm like, no, Will, Britney's just not you. you. Like, the why are you depriving it. these? Yeah. Oh, my God. I fucking, and I fucking hate Will. The show, yeah. the show teases, uh, teases us once more with uh, Britney, our Britney, saying, um, I will be doing a number by Kesha next week. Yes. Guess what? They don't do it. Well, but they do so, they do it later in the season, don't they? No. I'm pretty sure she sings Dinosaur at Homecoming. Nope, Sam. Or that's season prom? three. That's season oh, three. Oh, fuck. Boo. I that's know. That's bullshit. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't you think I know that? Yeah. <laughs> don't but you think Kurt, I'm obs- Don't you know I'm devastated? Kurt, Kurt is wearing that morning hood, but the fun thing is that he's like, I can't believe that we only did one Britney number, which is a fun joke because they actually did, you know, like four yeah. or five, but four of them were dream sequences. So That's right. And um, then we close out the episode with Rachel singing to Finn, um, the breeders, you know, yeah. doing their mating dance. Rachel sings The Only Exception by Paramore. And yes. in two words, it's fine. Um, yep it's over now it's It's done (laughs) well okay so there there is one thing so while she's singing um she before she sings she gives a little spiel about how um, it was bad of her yeah it was bad of her to try to control finn um and then she'll i mean she'll continue to try to control him for the rest of their relationship um right exactly Rachel talks about how their love is like a baby bird that she nearly strangled in her hands and she needs to let it fly. Um, right. Um, but yeah, so yeah. then we see, we, we do get a montage. We see Carl with Emma yes. um, at his red con- or at his red Corvette as Will creeps in the background. Um, and then uh, Finn with Brittany and Santana um, with Rachel creeping in the background. But then yes. he... Finn leaves them to come over to her and hold her hand and they walk away, which is cool Um, or whatever. And then Rachel cries while she's singing. It almost looks real. Of course. Um, (laughs) I mean, I feel like Leah Michelle's go to for crying as Rachel is just to make her face look as pained as possible. Right. Um, Which I. Okay. Listen, I think in universe, Rachel does try to cry during these things. Like she's trying right, yeah. to cry to make it exactly. seem like she has human emotion. So, yeah. well, it, cause, cause that's what performers do. That's right. You know? She's practicing. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we end the episode on will sad in his car. Yeah. He his does, old junkie car. He, he's crying back in, um, his car with its muffler, like the chains of Marley's ghost. Yes. There you are, everybody. That's the episode. We did it. <laughs> yes. Um, so let's get so, to the podcast business. The podcast business. Take it away, Rachel. But it's a metaphor. And metaphors are important. Both stars are a metaphor for me being a star. Okay. So um, this week... Yes. I forget who went first last week. Do you want to go first? I can go first if you want, if you want me to okay. go first. Yeah. Um, so for gold star this week, I'm going to give it to Brittany S. Pierce. Um, yep. because Heather Morris's dance is dance sequences, dance performances are truly amazing. Some of the best choreography we've had throughout the whole show. Um, yeah. there you go. That's all I got. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I picked Carl the dentist. Nice. Because that's good Carl- too. 
Carl the dentist is a really cool guy. Um, he's, he's a chill dude. <laughs> well, and honestly, one of the reasons I I want to pick him too is because he's so good for Emma. He is. Like, he's amazing for he, Emma. He's, so. not pr- he's not pressuring Emma into, like, doing dirty shit. He's just like... Yeah, exactly. He's just like, hey, maybe let's buy two different colors of grapes and eat them at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> so... Um, and like, honestly, I want to see somebody that's good for Emma, you know? Me too. Yeah. So, cause it's definitely go. not well. Uh, exactly. Um, but, uh, what, what do you think was the best number? This best week? number, best number is hard because I really liked, um, slave for you and me yep. against the music and baby one more time. <laughs> yep. Yep. All three are very good. I think I'm going to probably choose, um, slave for you. Okay. Uh, but me against the music is a is a close second. Yeah. So um, I have had some back and forth on mine. I've like okay. written like four things and crossed them out and erased oh. them. Oh, I want to um, hear every single one. Go through them with me. So the first one that I did was uh, uh, the only exception because okay. I know it's just fine, <laughs> but like that's a good song. Like that's a good song and it's a good performance. Mm, like mm, all right. <laughs> so then the next one that I did was Slave for You. So the reason I had shied away from all the Britney numbers is that yeah. like it just feels so it it feels like the cheap way that Glee sure. did it. like you know Pan- I mean? they a they little like pandery. A, Sure. Yeah, well, they did like they did like a jukebox musical version of like of of Britney Spears's best. Hits I love album it. I love it. Instead of, <laughs> but like, but like, I just feel like that's cheap. Like, write the songs into the episode. Don't be a fucking and like the only one they did was Toxic, and I can't vote for that because fuck Will, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, okay. Listen, I understand. I understand like wanting to shy away from those numbers because it's like Glee doesn't really deserve to have them. Right. Uh, but they're so good. And in, the, in a way, Glee does deserve them because Glee should be allowed to be campy, should be allowed to have these non-diegetic things, should be allowed to like not have to not have to restrict itself to these fucking stupid plot lines of Will trying to impress Emma. You know, like, yeah, that's true. Um, which let, I mean, let to be Glee fair, be, let Glee be the television show Glee. Let it let it have all the fa- fancy costumes that have the outrageous choreography. Yeah. And so that is my, my final pick here um, is hit me baby one more time. Nice. Because you know, <laughs> love I it. know that I love me some, uh, some exact replication <laughs> of a love music it. video. And I so. mean, uh, Rachel plays like the early two thousands, like teenage pop star very well. Uh, she does. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, um, what was your rating for the episode? My rating for the episode is going to be two slushies out of five. Uh, okay. Like we, like we were just talking about, um, this show. I mean the the plot line is truly ridiculous, which I think yes. we have to embrace to a certain extent. That at least yeah. it's like it's not being bound by the chains of, uh, like realism. For right. for some parts of the episode, while while other parts it really is shackled or being crushed like a baby bird in in Ryan Murphy's hands. Um, 
of yeah. like trying to make it realistic, trying to like like tr- like slowing us to a fucking halt with all this football garbage. I don't right. care. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I understand that. Um. I gave this one three out of five slushies. Because, all right. Wow. This um, is this is like the this is unusual for you to give it a worse rating than I have. Yeah, it's mostly because, so the first time I watched it, I wasn't too down on it, but then rewatching it to take notes, I was like, this episode is, like I was saying, like, I feel like it's just a jukebox musical version of a Britney Spears greatest hits album. Honestly, I'm completely fine with that, though. And it's not, it's not out of the question for Glee to do that. Like, look at the Madonna episode. Well, so that's the thing. I wish they had just embraced it more then, if they were going to do that. Instead, sure, they have, kind of, have everyone wear Britney looks and yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pull a, do the thing you did with Lady Gaga or whatever. Like do something if you're gonna go for it, go for it. Don't like half-ass it by exactly. doing this like weird dentist bullshit. And then like <laughs> also having the entire Will storyline was just intolerable this week because Will is a really bad person, and it's I w- overly exemplified in this episode. I would have watched the fuck out of an episode of the Glee Club all getting high together and then having oh <laughs> like <God>. these dream <laughs> sequences still happen. That would have been pretty good. I would have loved uh, it. If only we hadn't already drugged them all for an episode. Damn it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, overall, it's not terrible. It's just I, on my rewatch, I was less generous to it than sure. I was the first time I, I watched mean, it. We, we got to kill our darlings and our darlings exactly. are... Um, these episodes of glee i guess yeah uh anything else what 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 other business do we have none have we finished the business Um, yeah i think we've gotten through everything um the patreon should be up by this point i don't know if it's like you know i'll i'll start working on promoting that before this episode comes out so this might not really make any sense but if you uh Check out if our Patreon. It's yeah, patreon.com it slash SNM Hate Glee. And yes. you can hit and us up on Twitter too. Yep. At SNM Hate Glee. Uh, or and Facebook. Yes. Which is facebook.com slash SNM Hate Glee. Or you can just search for Sam and Maggie Hate Glee. Um, That's and right. And lastly, we also have an email. If you email us at SNM Hate Glee at gmail.com. Um, that'd be great. And just as a heads up, um, we're a couple weeks out, so I know that these like uh, acknowledgments and stuff take a while. But I just wanted to say a big thank you to the people who were so understanding when I posted on Twitter that I wouldn't be have our recap episode up um, for a day or two um, just because I was sick. Sam was very um, ill. So I was. I was brain fevered. Um, and luckily, which, which honestly, we with- we should have recorded the episode then. I think you would have been much more generous. Probably. I also <laughs> hadn't actually watched it by that point. So, um, did you watch it yeah. in your fever dream state the first time? Is that why you liked it? No. Better? <laughs> <laughs> I should try that though. Next time I get really sick, I'm just gonna watch Glee. Um. Anyway, I don't think I have anything else at the moment. Um. No. Um. Oh, let us let us our week. podcast be the balm to your wounds. Um. And let it be the balm to your family and friends' wounds. <laughs> As we okay, as we, that's weird. As that's we, a weird thing to say. Well, wounds and sickness. I feel like it made sense. Um, yeah. As but, as we walk into 2018 together, hand in hand, give our podcast to someone that you love. Yes, that's good. I like that. Um, but yeah. So next week we'll be back with episode three of season two, Grilled Woo. Cheeses. Woo! 
Ooh, um, so. this, is, this one's going to get religious. <laughs> so until then, uh, I've been Sam. And I've been Maggie. And we hate Glee. From the top. Ba-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-